I'm Del. And this is Crying Amazing Crazy. Welcome. Welcome. We've missed you all. It's been a while. Welcome back. Yeah. Devoted listeners. I've seen you, Del, but not with a microphone in front of your face. <laughs> oh, my phone is, my uh, computer and my phone is beeping. Got it. It was my husband saying, have fun. Oh, cute. Yeah, we've seen each other a lot, but haven't recorded at all. And then I saw you this weekend, and it was like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Save it. Save it for the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, so. we have very limited conversations Yeah, <laughs> when we see each other and we're not um, recording. So, so we're yeah. back. We're back. And I think we have a couple announcements to make. One, um, what the fuck? Why doesn't anyone leave us reviews on <laughs> iTunes? <laughs> and why aren't you guys sending us stuff? Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think like we really need reviews on iTunes so people know what they're getting into. So mm. if you guys can, everyone who leaves a comment or a review on iTunes will enter you in a drawing to win some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Tis the season. Um, yeah. Or I don't know. We'll you'll win our friendship. Something. Just please. I need yeah. I need it for my ego really badly. <laughs> I'll leave us a review. <laughs> oh, yeah. we Let's start it off. Okay. Follow our lead. Follow our lead of glowing reviews. Um, also, make sure you email us at cryingamazingcrazy at gmail.com. Let us know what makes you cry, what items um, made you cry during the week. Maybe. Is there anything you want to hear us talk about? Mm-hmm. And uh, don't forget to visit our website, which is cryingamazingcrazy.com, where you can watch exclusive videos ripped from uh, <laughs> YouTube. And also you'll find all the links to the things that we talk about every week. Check us out. We're on the IG, too. Woo. Crying Amazing Crazy. Big surprise there. <laughs> One more time. Crying Amazing Crazy. Crying Amazing Crazy. Oh, actually, I have some fun things from Instagram. So I thought this would make us internet famous, but it has not. Oh. When I posted on our Instagram page, the little baby, sweet baby girl from Florida Project. Oh yeah. She, her official account Aww. liked the photo. That's awesome. And I then also Valley Cruise pins. Oh yeah. Regrammed like, our shit. <laughs> right. So we got a couple pin followers back, like other yeah. pin companies. Yeah. <laughs> so like ninety five percent of our followers are um, children under ten, and um, people enamel who wear pin enamel people. pins. So please Join help this us. Wonderful diverse group. Help us help. <laughs> but really. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what else? Yesterday or this weekend, we were at a party, and I said we would give a shout out to somebody that we met at the party, which Del doesn't remember I don't because remember. she was wasted. <laughs> Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Yeah, we were talking to Jesse, and she was telling us that she doesn't ever cry. Yeah, she would be a great guest. She'd be, a, yeah. And I, we were talking about how like, I want to clockwork orange her Yeah, and like, we'll force her to cry, somehow. force her to cry. What would be the things that you would show somebody if you were to like lock them in a room and like have their eyelids oh, yeah. open to force them to cry? What are some of the things that I you would, would just go to the humans of New York pages and just read them everything and make them watch the videos and like, there's going to be a human that will make you cry. Yeah. Humans of New York. That's a good one. What I else? think I said that I would want her to just look at 
like hours and hours of a montage of um, deaf people hearing for the first right. time with the implant. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think yeah. that will make That'll anyone cry. Totally. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Universal. Those are the main ones. Yeah, those are like the two <laughs> ones. She had three on her list, but I don't remember what they were. She was like beyond these three. Like it was death, like death, birth, Hallmark, Hallmark, Hallmark Channel. Yeah, and then like that was it. So. Yeah. Um, we're gonna make you cry. Check yes. out the links. Maybe you will. Maybe yeah. you'll be encouraged to cry. Or just actually that's what I would do. I would clockwork orange somebody and then like <laughs> open the cryingamazingcrazy.com yeah. webpage and, and just, just go through just it. have them deep dive into that. I like it. Force I them. Like it. Yeah. Um actually, yeah, a friend of mine and I were talking and she was asking about um kind of the idea of contagious crying. Because you know, emotions in general are pretty contagious. Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Um well, seeing the other... people cry when they're learning to hear for the, or right. when they're hearing for the first time. Yeah. Just seeing them cry is seeing sort them, of like yeah. what triggers so it. So I feel like as a highly sensitive person. HSP, bitch. HSP. Go back to that episode if you want to know what that is. HS Petty. That's the name of the episode. Yeah, it's on Petty. So anyway, I was just thinking back as being like, you know, highly sensitive person and knowing for myself that when I see other people cry, I will start crying. Like not so much on TV. Well, that's not true. We were watching Mad Men recently mm-hmm. and it was one where JFK dies and they were showing real news footage from that time when the news anchors, anchor, 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 anchor the news anchor was, <laughs> <laughs> we were watching Mad Men and there was footage, real news footage that they were using of the news anchors announcing that he had officially been declared dead and they were all very emotional and then like, you know, causing the characters to cry. And then I just started crying, just thinking like, that must have been so crazy, like being in the US during that time. You know what that reminds alive. me of is like <clears throat> recent the most recent one that actually made me cry mm-hmm. was Anderson Cooper talking about Haiti. Oh, like yeah. when he was just going off about how Trump had these horrible things to right, say. Right, right. And he was talking about how these people like are just, they're sp- like, they have this like remarkable spirit about them and that they've been through so much and he's he's seen them like right. just how strong they are yeah. after being through so much and how he was cry- crying and getting choked up. Right. Yeah. That and was pretty moving. That was... Especially because anchors usually don't show emotions. So right. I think that's what triggers it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really triggering. <laughs> yeah. So they call it emotional contagion, which I think is funny. Contagion. Contagion. Nature back in the day before we could communicate with language, like mm-hmm. you had to be able to read each other's emotions and that just, you know, it all stems from that. So... That like makes me think about when I was younger and like seeing like my parent like my parents cry. Oh yeah, that's like really like a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even still, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like if it was anyone else, I would know what to do, but I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but it is contagious. Yeah, I think super in contagious. that in that way too. I think that's why I cry a lot. When I see media, is just other people being up, upset and crying. Right. So emotionally, what contagion? It's yeah, a contagion. <laughs> emotional contagion. We've all been infected with emotions. Yeah, contagious crying. Do you have a contagious crying story? <laughs> Email us at cryingamazingcrazy at gmail dot com. 
So, hey, Mel, what made you cry this week? Well, I, th- I have a feeling that we might have some of the same ones. Oh, yeah? I don't know, because I feel like my my first one is like, well, two of them are like major. Did you see my paper already? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. I just thought you might be seeing my paper. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, okay, let's do the thing where we say one, two, three, and we say it at the same okay. time. One, two, three. three. Emma Gonzalez. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> We're so insane. I had Emma Gonzalez too, but I yeah, first yeah. wanted to talk about Drake. Drake. Go for it. Tell me. I don't know anything about Drake. Oh, you don't? No, I don't know the story, so oh, tell me. I'm going to make you cry so fucking hard. It's not even no. funny. Okay. So he has this new music video called God's Plan. Okay. And I saw it because somebody that I'm friends with on Facebook is like into like is a hip hop artist okay. and he shared it and he was like I usually don't like things that Drake does but like props yeah. to him for this video. Oh, wow. And so I watched the video and yeah. Wait, it's, do you watch are you into Drake naturally or like Well, I'm into Jimmy from Degrassi. <laughs> like <Winter> Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, and like I okay, everyone like <laughs> I am like the OG fucking Drake fan because even before like I am like a a Degrassi head. Die like hard. I like yeah, I am a diehard Degrassi like fucking <laughs> if they were a band, I would be tailgating the shit out of Degrassi. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I, that's, that's my connection to Drake. Um, and he used to rap on Degrassi too. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I never watched those ones. He ra- he rapped on Degrassi and his storyline with his like rap career on Degrassi mm-hmm. was he had this girlfriend who was a singer and like, so he would be like the guest on her, oh, like, on her like yeah, shows yeah, and her, stuff. Oh, wow. But like. She was always better <laughs> than him. <laughs> or like she would do things like when people would start liking Jimmy more, mm. she would like she there was an episode where she like sabotaged him, like she like oh. edited him out of this Ooh. tape for some contest, some Canadian pop. Like, like a really healthy relationship. <laughs> well, she stuck with him through the I mean, she fucking deflowered him while he was in a wheelchair. So yeah. Give it up. <laughs> she could do whatever the F she wants. <laughs> She stayed with him through that. Okay. Anyways, God's plan. It's a six-minute video of Drake's philanthropy in Miami. Okay. So the video starts out with, it says on the screen, like text on the screen, it says the budget for the video was uh, the exact number. A lot. A lot, like close to a million. Uh The opening title cards, that's what it says on the Mm. opening title cards. It says, we gave it all away. Don't tell the label. So on the video, it's like Drake going around in Miami and basically doing good deeds, like giving out money. So um, the couple of things that he does, he gives away stacks of cash to people on the street. He he presents a scholarship to a student at the University of Miami for $50,000. He he donates, I think it was $50,000 to the Lotus House, which is a a shelter for homeless women. He pays for everyone's groceries in the grocery store. Oh, I did hear about he that. He surprises a family with a brand new car. He donates money to the uh, city of Miami's fire department and to wow. the School of Music at the University of Miami. So I'll tell you a little bit about more because I, I tell, I'll tell you a little more because I did some research about like who these people are who yeah. we featured in the video. Is he from Miami? No, he's from oh. fucking Canada. Oh, duh. <laughs> he's from Toronto, Why dude. Why is he from Miami? Well, Miami, <coughs> I. I, I think I have a couple mm. 
theories, which I'll tell you after okay. we watch this video. Okay. And for those of you at home, we will play a little snippet of it. <laughs> I was trying to get jobs. I was trying to reach out to different workforce programs. And I, I can't thank you enough. We're making a $25,000 donation to the school for incentives for the after school program, which we're really excited about. We're also donating $50,000 to. We're nothing without our mothers, so thank you. You got to make sure you take care of your mom, too, no matter what you do. That's all we got, you know? Trust me. That's my world, too, you know? Thank you so yeah. much. God bless you. Love. That was the part that made me yeah. cry. Yeah! <laughs> me too. Um, that part made me cry just now. Because also I know Drake had mad beef with Chris Brown and the whole Rihanna. And, like, you could tell Rihanna was, like, Drake's queen how he respects women yes. so much more i know oh. yeah and the thing that i, I kind of it. love about this video is like it sort of takes it takes like what you usually see in a hip-hop video and like turns it yeah. over like flips it and reverses it so instead of seeing somebody just like showing all of their like bling all of their like right. money and champagne and like the rich lifestyle it's like right. showing like the real life the and the real life but also showing like helping others with it instead of yeah. just being like look at all these fucking like bitches and like all this stuff yeah. around me you know Man. and it's so sweet yeah so i thought it was genuine i don't know do you, I, I could see where some i'm curious could, if there's people that would be like he's just I mean, there's the always, short-term philanthropy. You know, yeah, how people are always like, I'm sure there's like contrarians for everything that anyone does anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was just thinking, watching it, like, uh, I'm sure people got mad at this point and that point and this point, but yeah, I could like, like he is obviously like getting positive praise from doing yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's probably making a lot more money right. off of this than he gave out, right. for sure. But, like you said, it like shows others with money like, hey, everyone should be doing this. Well, and also I think it shows like young people too. Right. Like, if you're going to hustle and look make at money. How it makes it cool like when you make a lot of money like this is what you it. do. Like it's fucking cool to yeah, give back yeah, to yeah. your to, to give back to communities and to help others mm -hmm. and like so that's what I that's what I really liked about it. I thought it was really neat. But so some of the quick things about it. So I know that so the Miami Herald published a story last year about a, a hotel housekeeper and how she was really struggling. She was she's a Haitian mother of five. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, like, her daily commute was really crazy, and it just, like, kind right. of went into detail about her struggle, her yeah, life yeah. struggle. And so Drake was really inspired by that. And so the mom, that's the mom with her son where she's uh, crying. Wow. That that was who that was. And then also there was a girl who got the scholarship, $50,000 scholarship. Her name is Destiny James. Mm -hmm. So I guess there was an article about her also in a newspaper. So I think he he was kind of like yeah, reading all of these it. stories. Yeah. And so that's how, you know, he and I'm sure his team, his team <laughs> found all of these people and found all of these causes. I also think it's really neat that this music video was directed by a woman, um, Karina Evans, who is, I guess she's sort of like the protege of Director X who does a lot of music videos. Oh, cool. But... 
I was kind of trying to find statistics on this because I'm just uh-huh. assuming that it's low that there aren't as many women female yeah. music I'm video sure directors. It Hollywood, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that there like last year during the MTV Music Video right, Awards, right. there was like kind of a big stink uh-huh. because there wasn't a lot of women who were even nominated yeah. for and but there has been a lot of women who've Made like women stuff. artists like right. like MIA directs their own music videos, yeah, yeah, like yeah. people like that. So anyways, that was my that was the one that made that's really both sweet. me and Chris cry. We were like Aww, crying. That's sweet. I yeah. didn't yeah, I only like briefly saw headlines and didn't read anything about it. I was just like, okay, whatever, Drake's just being like Canadian. <laughs> I know. I feel like duh, of course he's gonna do this fucking right. Canadian. No yeah. American would do yeah. this. <laughs> so I don't wanna like get into like the gun debate top um debate. I don't want to get into the gun. Make that the theme of this episode yeah. because I think um, most of the people that listen to it have the same viewpoints as us. Yeah, but I really like just really wanted to mention everyone's seen this video of um, Emma Gonzalez and the other students after the domestic terrorism that happened in Florida, um, killing seventeen kids in their own school or seventeen people. It was just really amazing to see this chick and all the other students across the country standing up for their lives to demand gun safety. And, like, I'm not going to debate anyone on this point ever. Like, this is a problem that only America has. Like, all other nations have mental illness, but we're the only ones that are mental ill ill people with guns. Other nations have had gun problems, and they fixed it immediately. Like, it's not a debate. It's not a debate. And also, like... Here's the thing, like you, you don't have to tackle just one or the other. You can, right, you can. Right. It's not like it's right. not this versus that. It's like, hey, let's look at these things side by side. Side by side. It's not. It's like I, there was something that I saw that was like anger plus guns equals death. Right, like right, no. it's not just anger equals death. It's not just guns equals death. Right. It's, you know, it's those three, and so you can't talk about them mutually exclusively. Right. But I think like. Common sense wise, right. like taking away the tool. I mean, kids can't even freaking r- rent a car, right? Right. At age eighteen, but yet they can, they can legally 15. buy a fucking thing that shoots forty five rounds in a what is yeah. it a minute or something? Yeah. And <laughs> so. like, but you know, my friends and I were having dinner on or drinks on Friday, and she was just saying, "Well, like, fine. The NRA is helping to raise a generation of Democrats, meaning a generation that has had to deal with school shootings." on the reg and they're sick of it and so they see through their bs they're the ones that are going to make the change and like not even 24 hours later these kids came out on the news and were like this is enough like we've had enough so um it was just really amazing and encouraging and empowering and just like really rad to see like this young generation like stepping up big time and today you know they did like the die-in in front of the white house and just like really something's happening. I would encourage people if they, um, you know, want to help, they can join Eddie Vedder and I in supporting (laughs) Moms Demand Action. Eddie said, I'm supporting Moms Demand Action. If you get the moms on this shit, it's going to get taken care of. And so Mm -hmm. kind of Moms Demand Action joined forces with other people, a bunch of other forces after Sandy Hook and Every town for, every, for every town for gun safety is also fighting for change to save lives in the wake of Sandy Hook. Those two organizations are like really rad. If anyone, if you don't have time to help, like 
and resources. Like there's also an organization called Drain the NRA, right? That is really cool, and they actually spotlight some politicians that right. you would never realize. Bernie actually, Sanders. yeah, Bernie Sanders, who gets money from the NRA, get, got uh, almost twelve thousand dollars yeah. from the NRA. Yeah, so it's so, everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> That's why I was saying it's so difficult for it to be a single issue. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's... It's I'm no I mean that's why I'm saying it's oh. so hard to be a single issue voter which oh, right, is right, right. you know what Obama was saying last year and that's like yeah. the real way that you can make change um as a voter is if you because that's what uh NRA supporters and and um right. second amendment supporters you know that's what they That's what they vote how they that's vote. That's the only way they vote. Right. And it's hard because as especially like as bleeding heart liberals you know and like there's so many issues yeah, that yeah, yeah. you're tracking when you're right. going to the when you're going to vote mm-hmm. but really you have to like if you if this wants to be yeah. your cause and you're serious about it I like read, you need to pick and choose which cause you want to support. I read a headline of an op-ed basically calling for like let's let this be the single issue vote that we all vote on as a country like let's in the next election like let's all use this because it's life or death yeah and it happens everywhere and it happens every day and it happens everywhere like no matter the community Mm -hmm. like it's happening in poor communities it's happening in rich communities it's happening in rural communities it's happening in urban communities was like the safe that was like the safest friendliest town in florida like named that Mm -hmm. so and they all reported that kid multiple times right right. so like again like the mental illness is not enough to stop right especially when people repeal these laws immediately uh Anyway, it was really encouraging <laughs> to see these kids like take yes. like they're already stepping up. I don't need to worry about like when I die that this next generation they've got it, they're on it. And her speech definitely made me cry. Yeah, a lot. Hardcore. I mean, mm-hmm. all those kids talking and like because yeah, they're her so anger. smart and eloquent and yes. like in their anger, brave they're still as fuck. eloquent. Yeah. They say that tougher gun laws do not decrease gun violence. We call BS. They say a good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. We call BS. They say guns are just tools like knives and are as dangerous as cars. We call BS. No, they say that no laws could have been able to prevent the hundreds of senseless tragedies that have occurred. We call BS kids don't know what we're talking about, that we're too young to understand how the government works. We call BS. If you agree, register to vote. Contact your local congresspeople. Give them a piece of your mind. That was, I'm like getting goosebumps right now. I know. Um, we have hope. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, if you can even like give $5 to these organizations and want to help in that way, that would be super rad. And you can... Participate in the the March twenty fourth protest. Yeah, there's three different ones that are happening. There's um, March twenty fourth is the one I think organized by the women's right the women's yeah. march, and I think it's important to support all three marches. There's the one on yes. the, um, April twentieth, which is Columbine anniversary. There's a walkout March seventeenth, I think, planned. I don't know. There's lots of stuff going on, but like. It shouldn't be, again, I saw, I see on social media people like, we should have one unified march. Just Everyone support all of it. Everyone calm down. Support all of it. Like, Everyone support all of it. Yeah. Like, let's keep. This is not a time to pick each other apart. This is a time yeah. to get together. And the more noise you make, the better. Yeah. So anyway, that made me cry a lot this week. Yeah. <laughs>
And oh, let us get off the soapbox real quick. Oh, okay. Okay, here we are back in our seats. (laughs) Guns, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck guns. Fuck the Second Amendment. Yeah. Yeah, the Second Amendment. Yeah, when our founding fathers had fucking assault, when they had automatic rifles. Yes. That's totally what they were thinking of. Yeah. yeah. This Mm -hmm. is important. They were like video games. (laughs) They were like Marilyn Manson. Okay, anyways. Um, Sorry. Okay. Let's see. What's my third thing? Oh, okay. I have another story core, my oh, homies yeah. that always make me cry. <laughs> you probably saw, maybe, I don't know. I always just assume that you've seen everything. Oh, yeah. well, maybe. The love story of the two veterans. Maybe, maybe, yes. The two old guys. Yes, yes, oh, yes. They're so sweet. So cute. Loved it. Hello. My name is John Banvard. I am 100 years of age. When I first met you, John, you were 75 years old. What would it have been like if you didn't meet me? I would have continued being lonely. I'd been absolutely lost. When we met, we were sort of in the closet. Yeah. And I never had a real relationship. Now we've been together almost 25 years. And when we moved into the veterans' home, we moved in together. And a lot of people were wondering, I wonder what their relationship is. Yes. Well, when we got married, they knew what our relationship was. <laughs> I was expecting we'd be ridiculed, and there was very little of that. We got married at the veterans' home, and we said, if you came to see the bride, you're out of luck. Do you remember that? Yes, of course. It was very informal. It was done simply, yes. We served hot dogs. Which is hardly wedding food. Remember, John, I was with you in a cafeteria, and somebody came up, and they were with their family, and they said, oh, this is Gerard Nadeau, and this is his husband, John. I never heard that before. Yeah, that was very nice. You've made my life complete. I could say the same thing to you. I think we're probably as happy together as any two people you're likely to meet. I can see the picture now and I want to cry. (laughs) So Jerry's 72. His husband is 100 years old. They live in Chula Vista uh, and they're both veterans. One served in World War II, the other in Vietnam, and they live together in a veteran's home in, like I said, Chula Vista. They've been together for more than 25 years and they were married three years after moving together into a California veteran's home in 2010. Putting an end to any speculation about who they were to each other. It was just really, really sweet. It made me cry. And it was on Valentine's Day. I thought it was a very sweet Valentine's Day story. That was really sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, I wonder how how many people meet each other. Well, they didn't meet each other in the home. But I wonder, like, kind of makes me think of the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because did they have a romance like Grandpa and like yeah. Marge's mom, totally, or somebody like somebody, yeah, some old lady that was, yeah, like what related. I would love to hear somebody. This is an assignment, listeners. <laughs> I want you to do a series about love stories of people that meet in retire home retirement homes. Yes, I love I love those stories because it's like love finds you everywhere. Love has no age. Um, yeah. yeah, if you want it. You can have it. I want to hear, like, all the details. Like, I want to hear, like, about their dates. I want to yeah. hear what they do. I just want to, That's yeah. your assignment, hear them listeners. Talk. That's, I love it. 
That's so sweet. This is old just because, I mean, I have two more and they're, they're older stories just because it's been a while, but they both still made me cry when I went back through my list. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes stuff makes you cry and then you go back and you're like, it's not, like I was reading an article that I saved and I was like, why did I cry at this? This is stupid. Yeah. It all depends <laughs> on mood at the time. Yeah. Like I <clears throat> recently was crying because I was looking, I was having really bad anxiety. That's one of the reasons that we haven't been <laughs> recording because I was in a fucking K-hole of anxiety but (laughs) it's in a deep deep hole um but I was reading my friend Caitlin like lent me Sarah Scribbles these comics um by uh Sarah Anderson Anderson Uh something like that oh god I feel bad but she has these really sweet comics and a lot of them have to do with anxiety and they're just like little doodles yeah and uh I was like crying as I was they're like these cutesy like stupid really stupid little doodles that are super like just simple, right? Super simple. But I was yeah. like literally sobbing. <laughs> and I was like, I feel that way. They it was get like me. the first frame is like me. it was like uh plants like I have so much to do today and the next frame is her like huddled in the couch <laughs> like with a ta- like with a blanket over her like in like fetal position. Yes. That was me. I've been there. Done that. Okay, yeah. sorry, go on. That's okay. Um so this is my tribute to um, the judge in the Larry Nasser case. Oh, yeah, badass. Um, yeah, Judge Akalina basically wasn't having any of the patriarchal bullshit during this trial. So after, you know, more than 150 women and girls were testifying and telling their stories in front of Larry, you know, he wrote... You're killing, <laughs> you're killing me, Larry! <laughs> That's the point. Oh, he wrote her a letter telling her that, you know, he just couldn't, he couldn't handle yeah, these victims. Yeah, please don't have them talk or whatever. It's too hard. I can't handle it. And, you know, she was just kind of like, oh, and in the letter, he said something like, hell hath no fury like a scorned woman. That's what he said? That's what he said in the letter. Like, so, yeah. And then so um, she basically told him, you need to talk about these is- issues with a therapist. Contrary to CNN's headline, I am not a therapist. And then she threw the letter, <laughs> and then she threw the letter on the ground and, like, let it continue. And, you know, she's been praised by everyone because she has been focusing on the survivors, and that is it. So anytime anyone comes out of line, she puts it back on the survivor. And so, you know, when one of the survivors, Amanda Cormier explained that she loved to write songs as a teenager, but she hadn't written one since the abuse. Akalina gave some advice to the woman and her unborn baby. It seems to me after this, you can finish writing. You found your voice. It's a strong, effective, brave voice, and you have a child coming. Maybe you need to do a start and finish a lullaby. So she's just like really encouraging to these women. And the first woman that came forward, Rachel Denhollander, was the first one to come forward and read her story. And she told her, the judge told her that she was the bravest woman that she's ever had in her courtroom. You started the tidal wave. You made all of this happen. You made all of these voices matter. Your sister survivors and I thank you. You are the bravest person I've ever had. So yeah, she's just kind of a bomb ass hero. And you know, she refuses to comment to the media only stating that the, the weak should focus on his victims. So she, and she actually gave... I don't know if it was written or verbal, but statements to every single woman shedding like positivity on this for them. And so the fact that she, you know, took that time to just like really make sure that these victims felt heard 
and understood. And she was just like, I, yeah, I was just like, yes, mommy. Like, she yeah, was amazing. she's the, the best. The whole trial was just Did you see the one incredible. where the dad, like, tried to fight him? That was badass. Dude, and then the judge, like, hold me back. And then the judge, like, <laughs> didn't even punish him. Was yeah, just like, like, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Like, I wish I could, but... That was amazing. It. Yeah. Did you have any other ones? No, those were, well, I guess the only one, this is a tribute to my husband. He should be on this show telling it, but Aww. we both cried during Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, sneak peek, soon we'll have my husband as a guest on this show recapping Nashville episodes. If you've never seen this show, it was on the CW, but now it's uh-huh. on CMT. Right. And... It's a fucking awesome it's still show. Going? Yeah, but it's the last wow. season. It's the last okay, season. Okay. It's just really sweet, like and kind of I feel like, like wholesome, but like also kind of progressive for country. Like there's a mm, gay country star on it, for example. Scandalous. Like you know, like there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um but on this episode, Dakin, Dakin, <laughs> the main character who's like kind of looks like Chris, I feel. <laughs> I always call Chris Deacon. <laughs> this is shout out to Delane's mom, by the way. Yeah. What's up, Sally? You know, you know what she I'm going to watch. She knows what I'm talking about. So uh, Deacon is dating this woman. Deacon is a widower, which just makes him even more oh, yeah. like um, sexy. Yeah. Creepy. Desirable. To say, but yeah. So anyway, so he's dating this woman and her son did like this very intense like spoken word slash rap. Her son, who is white, awesome. <laughs> by the way, did like this rap spoken word thing that was very angry at the talent show. And his real dad Ooh. like kind of like kind of like made fun of him for it or like oh. was not very nice mm. or encouraging afterwards. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Deacon, there's like a scene where Deacon is like the the woman that he's dating like overhears like Deacon talking to the boy because uh-huh. he's like kind of a nerd and like awkward right. like... And mm. Deacon's just like telling him, like, you know, he's just like, <laughs> that took a lot of guts to go up there and do that. And he's just like, it was honest and it was true. And he's just like giving him this like sweet pep talk. And I then like Chris and I just turned just... and looked at each other and we both had tears streaming down our <laughs> fucking faces. <laughs> I feel Full like, on tears. I it was like so fucking sweet. I need to watch it just so that you so could the show is like scenes. riddled with those kinds of things. <laughs> like it's just like, but yeah. this is insane because I feel like I don't understand why you love and cry at that, but can't get into This Is Us because <laughs> it's literally the same exact Nashville stuff. Nashville v This Is Us. <laughs> this Is Us, and I can't get into Nashville. Like I watched a couple episodes with well, my mom, and I was I like, This only is watched, so dumb. I only watched like the first. <laughs> so with This Is Us, I watched the first episode, and I just thought it was really cheesy. It I is. don't know. I just, but yeah. I love what's his name, Milo fucking side talker yeah, yeah, McGee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Milo side talker McGee. <laughs> I love him and I want to have all of his babies. And you will fall in love with Sterling K. Brown. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah. Like, uh, anyway. But I feel like he dies every episode, right? Like I mean, Milo. <laughs> does he, he die does. literally every episode? No, he dies one time. My Facebook news feed is always just like, tonight's the night. This is it. He's You're gonna dead. find out. Yeah, <laughs> he died one time. Okay. But then my friend Joel was like, "I can't get into it either. I watched three episodes, and then so I... does Joel watch Nashville? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He should. But he was like, "I can't get into it. Like, he's like, dude, we know how he died yet.' And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, and then I told him, he's like, "Well, now, okay, great. Now, now, is what? it in a fire? 
I'm saving not, no the kids. Spoilers. No spoilers. I can fucking tell you everything just based on the fucking trailers you that they got show. No. Nope. Okay. That's he close. dies in childbirth. Um, that would be great. No, but it's anyway, junior. It's so then, like but then Joel's like, so then why, junior. But why do you need to watch it anymore? Like now that you know, like who cares? Yeah. So I'm like, but I don't know. Maybe it will suck now. But that was what was keeping me going forever. I was like, how does he die? But I think I'll just keep watching it because yeah. I'm invested and it makes me cry and. Okay, I I'll, I, I will eventually <laughs> day, give it. When it's like 10 years old, you'll, you'll get into it. One fine day. Transition. <laughs> so, it is time. Oh, so this is us. We belong. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a Transition. Wayne's World Transition. <laughs> it's 2005. And you turn on MTV. What do you see? Oh, shit. She's back. She's, She's making a comeback. a comeback. It is. I didn't mean it when I said I didn't love you so. I should have held on tight. I never should have let you go. I didn't know nothing. I was stupid. I was foolish. I was lying to it's Mariah Carey, little babies. <laughs> Mariah Carey. We belong together. From the 2005 Emancipation of Mimi. 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 Yeah, this was her like comeback song though for yeah, real because she time. kind of pieced out for a while. She was doing shitty music. You know what's <laughs> kind of what happened? So crazy is like when you assign the song, I was like, well. I'm not a huge Mariah fan, not until she got batshit crazy. And then I found out through all of this research, like, this was her comeback from being batshit crazy. Yes. <laughs> so it might it made it more appealing, but yeah. <laughs> this song is the shit. I yeah, love this song. It's really it's good. It's so good. And, like, good. her, like, sort of pseudo-rapping parts is really fun. Yeah. And also, okay, so this song, the reason why I wanted to do this song for the podcast was because I feel like it perfectly, like, the lyrics, and, like, especially when she, like, gets really into it toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, is, like, the perfect description of, like, that state of denial that you're sort of in, like, post-breakup or where somebody broke up with you, where you're just, like, please, like, you're just, yes. like, we belong together, desperate. though. Like, you're yeah. fucking desperate. Yeah. <laughs> You've Please. all been there. Yeah, like. Let me show who's you. Who's going to talk to me? When sun comes up. Who's going to talk to me? Yeah, so there ain't nobody else. Oh, baby, baby, we belong together. <clears throat> yeah. Um. And if you haven't seen the music video in a while, go to cryingamazingcrazy.com, peep that shit, and yeah. you can watch her writhe around in, like, satin sheets. Always lingerie. lingerie. Yeah, lingerie. lingerie and satin sheets. Sitting at a with, vanity table, putting makeup on. half on her shoulder, half on, yeah. half off. Now Chrissy Teigen is the queen of that. Oh, yeah. That's, like, her she move. She copied. Yeah, for sure. Mariah. Um, but I didn't know this was the second half of a two-part story if like the yes. video series it is so i didn't bother to watch the first song i don't even oh. remember what it is do you yeah so first there was it's like that and then there's we belong together that. and so what happens in it's like that is basically it's like her bachelorette party and it's like a masquerade theme ball oh. and she's like 
all about showing off her like jewelry and like all her fancy lifestyle because she's going to be getting married to this like rich, powerful, older man. <laughs> Eric Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Roberts. Emma Roberts' dad. And Julie Roberts' bro. Bro, yep. So weird. And it's supposed to be actually like, well, it's supposed to mirror her 93 marriage to Tommy Matola. Right. Uh, the producer, who is an older, rich, powerful man. And she was married to him for five years. Mm-hmm. So, And it was a very contentious, mm-hmm. abusive relationship, according to Mariah. Yeah. And then, so in this, so in, it's like that, Wentworth Miller. Wentworth Miller. So cute. I know. He is like her ex-lover before she gets married to Eric Roberts. (laughs) And he sees her in the first video and is like, kind of like, what? Like kind of disgusted of her being like, look at all my, like her showiness of like marrying this guy for his money, presumably. And then in the video of We Belong Together... He's also like, yeah, kind of watching her as she's about to walk down the altar yeah. in a tux and chucks. Yeah, it was so cute. Yeah, and I think the reason they did that was to kind of show that he's more of a down to earth guy yeah. and yeah. not this like bougie. Right. It was dude. really cute. Like with that moment when he puts his foot up on the fence and it's his little Chuck Taylor. I was yeah. Like, Hi, and this sorry. was also before he came out. Right. So Which everyone is nuts. Yeah. Everyone yeah. Was all about him. He came out in 2013. Yeah. This was in 2005. Yeah, so eventually at the end of the video, he, she runs off with him, and it's fucking... She's in a Vera Wang. Right, and it was her original wedding dress. It was? That she used for Tom with Tommy Matola. Oh, shit. I yeah. didn't know that. And so, like, when they were p- pitching her the scene, she was like, oh, we'll just use my old wedding dress. Like, I have it here in storage. Why not? Dude, that train is that fucking mega, ridiculous. That was, like, her real train in so, for Tommy. So, if you're not already on the internet, like, uh, just furiously looking for this video because you're, like, so excited about it. Yeah. To explain, her train is, like, for her wedding dress, is, like... It's, how, like, 27 it's feet long like, or something yeah. crazy. And so when they're driving off in this old car, like, convertible yeah. at the end when she's with Wentworth Miller, like, the train is just, like... Yeah. It's, like, it's dragging like, in the street behind the car. The it's behind. pretty intense. It's actually badass. I love it. And I feel like she did that because, like, as, like, a, you know, a jab to Tommy Matola, Like, fuck you. Like, I'm in this dress and I'm destroying it. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was just my interpretation. But. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good interpretation. <clears throat> but, yeah. One thing that I also. Bougie Mansion. <laughs> bougie Mansion. One thing that I also liked about this video was, like. Because there's like a flashback to the to the other video where it's like the masquerade thing. Oh, right. Where he's like seeing her at the masquerade yeah. slash her bachelorette. It made me think of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, yeah. Remember. The, the, Speaking of crying, that the, movie made me cry. The Boz Lerman one? Yes. Yeah, Duh, yeah. the only one with Leo. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one we had to watch in high school. I know, with but naked this one tits. didn't have the coolest people ever, Claire Danes and Leo DeCap. Which, did you know they hated each other yes. on set? Yes. Crazy. Wait, was I talking about him with you recently, Leo? I don't think so. Somebody was telling me that they were somewhere where he was and people were not allowed to look at him. Um, <laughs> That means I would stare at him the whole time. Like, don't tell me what to do, bitch, with my own eyes. I just get imagine him to be here. a huge asshole because totally. he only dates supermodels and stuff. Oh, gag. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, fuck you, Leo. But yeah, that the Mariah video. So also at my dinner with my friend the other night, 
it was so fucking crazy because <clears throat> she was talking about how she just got tickets to the Hollywood Bowl to see Luis Miguel in the coming months. And mm-hmm. he's like a huge story to the, like this song is about him. Like he's a huge part of this story. So. Um, oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Like here's all the cheese may. So like, you know, she was married to Tommy Matola. From 93 to 98, and then, like, she got, you know, emancipated from him or whatever. And (laughs) it's all making sense now. (laughs) And then her and Louise Miguel dated from 1998 to 2001. 2001, they broke up, and that's when she had her breakdown. Because, okay, so if you, like, Google photos of Mariah Carey and Louise Miguel... They're, like, the happiest. Like, she looks the happiest she's ever looked in her whole entire life. Like, it's pure happiness and joy of all the pictures of them together. So it was, like, they belong together. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck. So he's Wentworth Miller, you think? I think the- so, yeah. Ooh. Because he, like, rescued her. Like, she dated him immediately after divorcing Tommy. And so, anyway, like, and but in his real life, he's a hot mess, too. Like, he's been, like, a trained performer monkey since he was a little boy like his dad like forced him to be like a singer and then his mom left when he was a little kid so he's just like a hot mess and he's like always dated older women and I think she was an older woman for him anyway it was like all of this like they were both just so quirky and had like fucked up past that it they worked together this is all according to my friend so Mm -hmm. like this is all her theory but I I buy it because the timeline adds up. And then around the time that she was dating him is, like, kind of when it came out that, like, oh, Mariah Carey is Latina, like, by the way. So... People didn't know before then? She would, like, kind of deny it or, like, not want to talk about it. And then, like... Weird. Yeah. And then, like, when they were dating, like, there was interviews from then of her, like, casually starting to mention it. So... What the fuck? I know. (laughs) Because she can, like, pass as pretty much any Any. Ethnicity. She's, like, very, like, every, yeah. She belongs she's in She's the, the PR ads. person's dream. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, like, this song is, like, you know, it's for them. It's about them. And I just thought that was crazy. I was eating dinner with my friend and told her this was our song. And she was like, whoa, here's all the connections. What? Thank yeah. you, your friend. <laughs> you're not gonna Oh, just like, yeah, thanks, Gisela. I was like, you're not going to say her name? Give her <laughs> credit. Know. What? I mean, I don't know if people want. Thank you, Gisela. Yeah, so anyway, that's fucking that was awesome. Nut bar. Well, the bummer thing about this video is that it was directed by Brett Ratner, who's a piece of shit. Dude, who's like a child <laughs> molester, right? Yeah, or he's a rapist. Raped a child yeah, rapist. and like he's was the one that was awful to Ellen Page on the set of X Men. Oh, Remember, right. he like yes. outed her basically yes. in like a very inappropriate way. He directed the pilot episode of Prison Break, and so that's why uh, Wentworth Miller is in yeah. this. Uh, so, anyways, fuck him. It sucks because he also directed Heartbreaker, which is oh, a really good song and man. video. So, yeah. god damn it. I do. I mean, I, I wasn't like mega. Like, I it's never not like had... it was an amazing video. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. amazing song. It's a, it's amazing, Mariah. Yeah, yeah, it's just Mariah. Oh, and this is like the one thing that I wanted to show you that also made me want to do this. So, I follow um, this writer that I really like. Uh, she used to be a writer for Jezebel, and now she's mm. like, I think the like head editor editor in chief for um broadly vices broadly oh, right. her name's tracy egan morrissey and so i follow her on instagram and she has this adorable daughter named una oh. and uh she 
posted this video of her daughter crying to this Mariah oh. song. Carrie song? Yeah, I think they was a little bit sad. We belong together? <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. She's like, what, four or yeah, five? Like, like that. how does she know that song is so sad? Well, it is sad. Like, who's going to talk to me? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. I could just picture her thinking about it being about, like, her. what, what if her mom left her? Yeah. You know, like her, you know what I mean? <laughs> It's so sweet. It's so sad. It is sad. It is sad. That was really cute. Yeah. We love you, Mariah. Stay well. Yes. (laughs) Be well, Mariah. Be well. Yeah. Let those titties hang out (laughs) till the end of time. We want them always. Always in our lives. Yeah. We want you to fuck up when you sing publicly and then come back and do it again. Just to be like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it, guys. And blame everyone else. Mm-hmm. Just keep blaming everyone else. <laughs> Just keep else. doing that lazy dance. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, her, she and Brittany. Man. Keeping it together. Keeping it together, except Mariah actually could sing at one point. I don't think right. Brittany could ever sing at all. But she was a good dancer at one yeah, point. that's true. Everyone yeah. just gets lazy. A check's a check. Check's a check. <laughs> I'm going to get paid. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> love and light. Love and light. Love and light. And I think that's it. So we'll see you guys next time. See you around. Leave us, leave us a review. Leave us a review. Bye. Bye. Clink. <laughs>